Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we are back. We are live and blessed. Thank God for another day. So look, I hope you guys can hear me now. Uh, this is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Uh, we had a little technical difficulties with the sound on the last one, but I hope you guys can hear me now. Before I go further, let me do a sound check myself. If you're coming in here right now, make sure you guys uh, comment so I know if you can hear me or not. All right? We are alive. We are blessed. Thank God for another day. Can you guys hear me now? We good? We here? You can hear me now. Okay. Okay. Subscribe to the channel. <laughs> I promise you, I learned how to fix this stuff real quick. Shout out to my brother Tooks on, on the check-in real quick, helping me figure it all out real quick. All right? I appreciate you, Tooks. Thank you very much. You know I'm new to running the boards and everything like that. So, you know, sometimes when these difficulties happen, you got to call people <laughs> and get it done. Okay, we are good now. Hold on. Let me, um, I, I want to um, do something real quick while waiting for you guys to come on in here. Please, uh, please, 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 if you are new here, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. I just want to delete that, that live video that didn't work real quick off the channel so nobody get confused okay unk unk things we get it yo insecure jay you're gonna relax with this unk talk every time you coming in here you coming in here with the unk talk all right y'all know to get the books i already put the little thing up there to get the books but i'm gonna put it back up there go mgbookstore.com get the latest and greatest books by mg okay and start with this unk conversation, man. I'm a young man. I ain't nobody's unk. Well, I am somebody's uncle. <laughs> but here we are. All right. Let's talk about a few things today. Again, if you're new here, put the first time. If you are a real estate licensed real estate agent, please put your information in the comments, please. Uh, what market you service, city, state, so that way we know what it is. And JG, let's see. Thank you for the super chat, JG. Uh, why Envy thinks he could talk crazy to you, Unc? Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, we're not going to talk about that right now. Okay? Thank you for the super chat, though. Uh, and, and I'll just say this, JG, because people just, you know, because the video has, or the audio has resurfaced again. <laughs> Um, from a couple months ago, but I had a whole conversation with Envy about that. And I understand that that little clip, there was a whole full conversation, which I'm not going to get into the whole thing that's going on right now. But um, yeah, you can't 
And I'll tell you like I told him, you can't say that you made someone if you're not their father. Or God, most importantly. So, I understand in a heated moment, things are said and this, that, and third. So, I ain't tripping off of nothing like that because I know who I am. And I know what my 20 years in this business, I know what my accolades are. You know what I'm saying? I know what I do. So, um, uh, Tanisha, safe travels. Shout out to you. <laughs> Somebody said, Insecure J said, yeah, yeah, you getting booted. <laughs> uh, nah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, boot anybody. Uh, uh, shout out to you, uh, Nina. Thank you. First time here. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you, Queen. Um, yeah. So let's get, let's get into some conversation right now. So I was reading a great article, um, today. And that's what today's topic is about, right? And it was talking about, let me, matter of fact, let me just show the article right now. Let me just show this, right? And I want y'all to chime in on this to see if there's any validity to this, right? I thought this was something very interesting. Very interesting. And why can't I find a live video on my page? Like, let me, I'm trying to find a live video here on my YouTube page, and I can't find it. Okay, here we go, because I like to monitor these things as they go through them. All right, so here we go. 59%, so the survey says 59% of recent home buyers say purchasing a house is more stressful than dating. Now, this is published by Redfin, Okay, I'm on redfin.com. This was published on October 4th, earlier this month, right? Now, first of all, do you guys in the chat right now, do you guys believe that it is more stressful to purchase a house than dating right now? I want to know what you think. Comment yes or no, and I'm going to read through some of this article. I'm not going to read the entire article, but I want to know your opinion in the comments. What do you think if you're in the market to buy a property or investment property? And if you are currently someone who is dating, right? Is it more difficult? So baby boomers were most likely to say the opposite with nearly half saying dating is more stressful than home buying. Divorce and finding a new job were the only two listed life events that a majority of respondents said are more stressful than purchasing a home. White respondents said buying a home is more stressful than getting into college, but black respondents said the opposite. Nearly two-thirds of recent U.S. home buyers, 59% think purchasing a house is more stressful than dating. That's according to a, Red, a Redfin Commission survey conducted by Qualtrics in May and June of 2023. The survey was fielded to more than 5,000 U.S. residents. This report focuses on roughly 1,000 respondents who bought a home in the last year. Now, that's very important, guys. When you see headlines and things like this, this doesn't speak for everybody, <laughs> right? If this says this report focuses on roughly only 1,000 respondents, 1,000 people ain't, that's a, a good seminar, right? So that doesn't dictate um, all of America. So when you see headlines and stuff like this, just be very careful right, of what you're seeing here, because that don't mean everybody thinks the same thing. But that's why I ask you guys the question, right? 
Getting ghosted by your date is stressful, but purchasing a home in today's market comes with its own unique set of anxieties, right? Buyers are increasingly ghosting sellers as housing costs climb and high mortgage rates are prompting many homeowners to stay put instead of selling, meaning house hunters have a record low number of homes to swipe right on. And here's the look. Share recent home buyers who said buying a home is more stressful. Dan. So share recent home buyers who said buying a home is more stressful than buying a car, potty training a child, dating, getting into college, planning a wedding, finding a job, and getting a divorce. So yeah. Y'all see the chart. Let me make this a little bit bigger for you, pause. So that way you guys can really see this on YouTube. Make this a little bit bigger for y'all. Hopefully this 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 helps you. I'll make it a little bit smaller for you. Yeah. That's 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 as best I'm gonna get it for you. Okay. Interesting. Of the life events respondents had to choose from, there were just two that respondents found more nerve-wracking than buying a home. 50%, 57% said divorce is more stressful. And 56% said finding a new job is more stressful. Hmm. With mortgage rates at the highest level in more than two decades, many of the people moving today are relocating, not because they want to, but because they have to, often due to a major life event like a divorce or a new job. While U.S. unemployment rate remains low, thousands of workers have been laid off and forced to find new jobs in the past year. Others have had to move because their employer asked them to go back to the office one in 10 U.S. home sellers cited a return to office policy as reason for their upcoming relocation. Millennials, how many millennials and Gen X people are watching this right now? If you're a millennial type millennial, if you're Gen X type Gen X, I want to know who's in here. All right. If you're a millennial type millennial in the comments and if you Gen X type Gen X in the comments, right? So millennials and Gen X are mostly likely to think home buying is more stressful than dating. Baby boomers are most likely to think the opposite. And if you are a millennial or Gen X, is buying a house more stressful than dating? Okay, I don't want to really read through all of this shit. I want to get to the good meat and potatoes. Y'all can read this on your own time. White home buyers say buying a home is more stressful than getting into college. Black buyers say the opposite. More than two-thirds of white respondents, 64%, said buying a home is more stressful than getting into college, but the results were flipped for black respondents, a majority of whom, 57%, said getting into college is more stressful. Getting into college is more stressful than buying a home for black people? I want to keep that there for a second. So, I wish I could put a poll up here. I don't know how to do the poll stuff, but... I'm pretty sure if you if you are black, I want to poll y'all now. Is getting into college more stressful than buying a home? And shout out to Tanisha. She put the link in the chat for the Redfin. So you can go read this on your own. But I don't think 50... Who, who, who are they speaking to? 57% of black respondents said getting into college is more stressful than buying a house. Do y'all think buying a house, getting into college is more stressful than buying a house, y'all? 
That's what I'm saying. College admission ain't shit compared to getting a mortgage. I, I don't know. Where they be getting this from? But whatever, I digress. Black Americans face much higher financial barriers to both home ownership and college admission than white Americans on average and frequently face discrimination during both processes. Roughly one quarter of, of black adults say they carry student loan debt compared to 14% of white folks. Student loan repayments are resuming for millions of Americans this month as the pandemic era pause comes to an end, which will push home, home ownership further out of reach for some borrowers as their monthly costs climb. I don't know about that one either, but whatever. Which is more stressful, buying a home or the questions question below are several different events you may experience in your life. For each, please select if that event or buying a home is more stressful. Please give your best guess, even if you do not have experience with a specific life event. So I guess these are the questions that they put out. And you got overall, Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, and Baby Boomers. So compared to dating and buying a home, on average, 59% say buying a home is more stressful. Gen X says buying a home is more stressful than dating. Millennials are saying, 63% of millennials are saying buying a home is more stressful than dating. Gen Z is saying, 55% of them saying buying a home is more stressful than dating. I don't know. Wedding planning, potty training, Divorce. Divorce is definitely probably more stressful than buying a home. Buying a car is so easy, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Who the hell are they surveying for this? Because buying a car is probably one of the most easiest things you could do in your life. I'm sorry. Buying a car is not stressful. If you got decent credit and a couple dollars... These people will give, these banks will give you card loan debt in a heartbeat. Unless you got real screwed up credit, you ain't getting no car loan. But I don't understand how people think buying a car is less stressful than, like buying a house is more stressful. Oh, I read this wrong. I'm, I'm tripping. Buying a car Okay, so buying a home is more stressful than buying a car. I was about to say, oh, I just going on a rant. I read this wrong. I'm tripping. That's my bad. Buying a car is not stressful. Even these numbers, 34%, 43%, what the hell? Buying a car is the easiest thing. These percentages should be lower. I'm still going to go on my rant. Buying a car, 10% stress. Like, I have to get a new Ronda. That shit ain't stressful at all. The most stressful part is, is what do you have in stock? But whatever. Finding a new job. I'm sorry. Finding a new job should be definitely more stressful than buying a home. Because if you ain't got no job, man, you ain't buying no home. So even these numbers should be higher. Finding a job should be 90% across the board. <laughs> like, and getting, a, getting into college. What the hell? I wonder who, in these surveys... Whoever works for a company that does surveys, I always want to know, who are y'all, how are y'all picking these people to do these surveys? I don't know. 
But this is the article on Red Friends, and they should put it in the comments right there. So you can just go ahead and and um go go read that article for yourself. But I, I personally I personally think sometimes these polls are just crazy to me. Like I really don't understand these polls sometimes. I really don't. They don't make no sense. I don't get it. Right? But what are your thoughts? Do you think buying a home is more stressful than dating? Like, somebody put something on in the comments about this because I don't I don't know. Dating is stressful. Dating is stressful. But I don't think buying a home is that stressful if you know what the hell you're doing. Well, I'm biased. I can't probably answer this properly correctly. I'll be honest with you. I don't think buying a house is stressful because maybe because I know what the hell I'm doing, right? Both are equally as stressful. Dating is stressful. Buying a home can be stressful. But I think if you got your shit together on both ends, I don't know. I don't know. I think going through a mortgage process and buying a house, maybe finding a house could be definitely more stressful because you, if especially two years ago when it was cheap rates and everybody and their mother and you overbidding. So I can see how that was more stressful. But I think right now where there's less competition, it's not as stressful as it was maybe a year or two ago. But I think dating is a little bit more stressful because people play with your emotions. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I don't know. Maybe dating, like, there's so many fish in the sea, as they say. If you're not getting what you want from a dating perspective, you can always move on easier. In the house, there's not enough inventory for you to, like, move on to the next one. I don't know. Maybe buying a house could be more stressful just because of what I just said. I don't know. What's your thoughts on this? I'm biased. I'm st I'm keeping my ass out of this one. All right. I think both are pretty easy, just depending on who you are, who you dating, and who's on your real estate team. So I think e both of them could be a breeze, and especially if you got the knowledge. I think buying a house can be a breeze if you know what you're doing and you're not like being unrealistic. But I think that's the same thing with dating too. If you start, I think with both, if you put unrealistic expectations on home buying and dating, then you make it tough for yourself. That's just my opinion. Okay. At New Beginning says, the process is stressful. Why is the process stressful to you? I need to get your opinions on this. I need, you know what, Where, where's the thing at? How do I do this? Let me turn the interview on. Let me copy this link. How do I do this? I'm putting this in the comments. Join the show, okay? I just put in the comments the link to join the show live. I want to hear your thoughts on this subject because I think both can be equally as tough and easy just depending on the situations, right? 
But I think dating could probably be a little bit harder than buying a home. Maybe because, again, I'm in the industry, so I don't think buying a house is too hard for me. Um, but I think dating is difficult. But home buying, I don't think it's... I think dating is more difficult. I don't know. I just think dating is more difficult to me. That's just me, though, because I'm in the industry. So I don't want to hear my opinion. <laughs> Somebody said buildings don't mouth off. <laughs> Yo, safe, safe flights, Anisha. The more I hear you say dating, I think dating might trump buying a home as far as stress goes. Yeah, I mean, it can. But look, all right, I need y'all to get, get on here. And come on live. Right? I put the link in the comments. If you want to come on the show, come on the show. Because I'd rather talk to somebody and hear their opinions. Just, if you want to come on, just make sure you, you got good lighting and good cameras. But um, let's see. What Insecure J say, they're they both the same to me. they they both going to ask me why I spent so much of my own money. <laughs> Yo. I hear that. I don't know. I think I think both can be equally as hard. Ashley Brown said they probably have bad credit. That could be the case too. They probably have bad credit. I don't know. Who's out here looking to buy a house right now who's also dating? Candy says, the more I hear you say dating, I think dating might trump buying a home as far as stress goes. Laughing out loud. Yeah. Dating is stressful. If you make it stressful, right? You dating the right person, then it's not stressful. If you are dating or if you're someone who just like you ser you're serial dating, that shit could be stressful. But if you out here buying a house and you know what you're doing and you don't have unrealistic expectations about the home buying process that I don't think it's that stressful. All right. Happiness babies. Which, since you said you, you're out here dating and looking for a home, which one is more stressful to you? Dating or trying to buy a house right now? That's what I want to know. Okay, it's your perspective or outlook that's different. You're thinking glass half full, must think glass half empty. Agreed. Agreed. Agree with that. Tanisha said, dating is more stressful. I just purchased a house and I took the emotions out of it. Agreed. See, if you take... I agree with that too, but some people might say if you take the emotions out of dating, it's not stressful too. So this 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 can go kind of like either which way, I guess. Just based off of what I'm reading in these comments. That pre-qualified game is tough, says Marcus. I think it's only tough if you ain't got your shit together. I think if you got your finances and your paperwork together, getting pre-approved is not tough at all. Happiness Baby said, three years ago, I became a widow. This dating is, is the hard thing I have done in the past 10 years. Uh, my condolences for your loss, Happiness Babies. Um, so I can definitely understand why 
this could be tough for you. Mr. Landlord in New York said, you know what's more stressful? Paying these mortgages with high interest rates at the end of the month. Okay. But you chose that life, Mr. Landlord. New York. So how can it be stressful if you chose to take mortgages? You know what you're just getting yourself into. What's worse, 21 years of child support or locked in a 30-year mortgage? <laughs> on a bad fixed rate? That is a good question. <laughs> What's worse, 21 years of child support are locked in at a 30-year mortgage on a bad fixed rate? You see, I would have to go with 21 years of child support because the 30-year mortgage, you could refinance and get out of that rate. That child support, you locked in. It's not a bad thing, too, depending on the situation. You got to take care of your children. What's up, Ebony? How are you? So this is an interesting topic. I read this article today, and I said, man, this is interesting. So I would like to know your thoughts in the comments on this. Okay, you can hear me now. Good. Perfect. 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 I'm glad y'all guys can, you can hear me. You must be starting from the beginning, Ebony. You must be starting from the beginning. Okay. P, your name is PYT named Lun. Okay, Lun. Gen X here. Dating is definitely more stressful than buying a home. I purchased three homes in Atlanta over the past 15 years. Okay, PYT named Lun. She says, dating is more stressful. She's purchased three homes in 15 years. Shout out to a PYT named Lun. Keep winning. Okay. So Ray Sofla says, I locked up and locked in at a 2.99% interest rate when rates were low. It's the property taxes that are kicking my butt. Yeah, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. Unfortunately, with home appreciation comes higher tax bills, which really sucks. Which really sucks. Happiness baby says people are crazy out here. That's what I'm saying. So that's why, because people be doing people-ish, and that's why I think dating is more difficult than home buying. Because people do people shit. That's just my opinion. Right? I could be wrong, I could be right, I don't know. But that's just my opinion on the thing. I think, personally... Dating is tough, just depending on. I don't know. So y'all sound off in the comments, and y'all let me know on that. All right. Dr. J. Dr. J says, going through the NACA program right now, and they are giving me the runaround because I got qualified for little to nothing. So my realtor won't call me back. She doesn't think I can find anything on for a 488 pity. What? $488 a month principal interest taxes and insurance payment? First of all, Dr. J, where are you looking to buy at? And how much of these properties did they what was the what was your pre-approval amount? 
That's like $40,000. Dr. J, you might need to go to a regular conventional type of mortgage because 488, I don't know where you're looking to buy at, but that don't sound like you're going to find much either. MG the mortgage guy, can you touch base on renovation loans via hard money versus home style or two or three favorite restrictions and advantages today or in a future live? Uh, you can join MG Mortgage Academy and you can participate in MG Mortgage Academy and we have all types of content in MG Mortgage Academy and more future classes coming up in MG Mortgage Academy. Actually, we have a class sponsored by ADT coming up, a master class coming up on November 1st and November 2nd, which I'm going to start announcing and talking about more. So you can join Mr. Landlord, MG Mortgage Academy, one-time membership fee of $99, and you have lifetime access to it. And you have access to all my group calls and master classes and everything, and access to the replays. You already have six different things in there right now. Join MG Mortgage Academy. Link is in the description of this video and in the chat. So if you want to know about all these different types of loans, join the academy, people. It's only $99 currently. One-time membership fee. Join. Do you have any programs that do cash-out refi multifamily with no seasoning? Possibly, depending on the deal. Absolutely. But again, you should join the academy to learn about all of the stuff. Or email us, HighTapHat, Garland Mortgage Group at unmb.com. We'd love to help you. Or plywoodmg.com. We would love to help you. <laughs> Robert Richards said, I wouldn't call you back either. <laughs> Talking about Dr. J with the with the 488 pity. Okay, Dr. J said he came back, found properties for 60 to 80K. Yeah, that's going to be tough, man. That's going to be tough. You probably going, Dr. J, I'm going to tell you right now, you're probably just going to have to find your own properties, work directly with those listing agents and get your deal done because no buyer's agent is really going to want to work with that type of price point. I'm going to sign up for the Academy soon. I'll be 30 next year, and I want to buy a house in California soon within the next five years, God willing. Well, if you want to join for that $99, you better join today because that price, today's price, is going to be tomorrow's price. I'm telling y'all because that price is about to go up. It's already too cheap. MG, where do you see? Oh, Ignacio, what's up, my brother? Where do you see the rates next spring? Uh, next spring, I don't really know, but I, I, I will hope they will be somewhere in the sixes next spring and teetering their way down to the files by the end of the year, beginning of 2025, but somewhere in the sixes. See, that's disrespectful. I have a family, man. Nah, I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think it's disrespectful what homeboy is saying. This is just how realtors think. If you're looking, you, and you got to do the math, right? And I'm going to do the math with you. Because everybody, just like you got a family, they got a family too. So if you look at, let's just say in a high end, you say you was looking at 80000 Let's just say a realtor makes 3% of 80000 
That's $2,400 gross that a realtor can potentially make working with you on this type of deal. That doesn't mean they're going to make $2,400. What if the commission is, and that's at a 3% split. What if the commission is only a 2% split? That's $1,600. So you got to think, and that's not even their split with their brokerage. Some realtors get 50%, some might get 70%. So let's just say on the high end, a realtor's making 3% commission, right, Dr. J? And let's just say they got a 75% split with their company, their brokerage. That means they're making $1,800. Now, let's just say it takes you four to six months to get into contract. They got to pay for gas, time, energy, effort. So ultimately, at the end of the day, they might make less than $1,000 on the deal. It might not be advantageous for them. They have a family to feed too. So I can definitely understand um, how you feel that the realtors are ghosting you because of your price point and everything like that. But realtors are looking just like anybody to feed their family as well. So you can't get upset that the realtor is not calling you back. That's why I, I recommend it that you call the listing agents directly and work with, especially in that price point, Work with the listing agents directly. You can probably get yourself a better deal and you don't have to worry about a, a buyer's agent. Be your own buyer's, buyer's agent for yourself. That would be my recommendation. Can I post a link for the class? Uh, here you go. I just posted it again. Join or go to MG. Uh, Parker said, I'm trying to buy. You can buy right now. Just put it in the comments. Go to mgmortgageacademy.com. Buy today. It's $99 one-time fee. Uh, got a multifamily worth $2.5 under contract for $1.7 on owner finance. Can you do a cash-out refinance at closing? 95 k cash flow gross. I need more information than that. High-tap hat, please email Garland, and I'm going to put the email in the comments right now. Email. Parker, screenshot it and put it in your stories when you join, please, and tag me. UNMB. Whoever joins the academy, screenshot that you joined the academy, tag me on IG, and I'll reshare it. Okay? So, uh, high tap hat, I just put the, I just put the, um, um, Email in the comments. Okay, I'm trying to get some. Dr. J says, so my deal isn't going through because someone else isn't making money. Yo, Dr. J, come on, come on the channel, Dr. J. Let's talk. Dr. J, let's talk about this. Dr. J, are you available? I'm going to put the link to join the show. Let's have a conversation, Dr. J. Let me give you a consultation right now, Dr. J. Click the link in the comments right now. Let's talk about this. So let's work through this together. Let's work through this. Let's work together. Let's see what we can do here. And if you're here watching live, like the channel, like this video, share it with 10 people. Let's see if my guy, Dr. J, will come on. Let's hear his story. Let's talk to Dr. J. Let's see if we can help Dr. J.
Let me give you a free consultation right now, Dr. J. Take advantage of this, Dr. J. Dr. J. How you doing? My brother, Dr. J. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, sir. I'm getting ready for a meeting. How are you doing? Man, I woke up this morning. God is the greatest. How about yourself? Peace and blessings, brother. I woke up this morning, too. Yes, we're here, sir. We're here. So, Dr. J, first of all, thank you for coming to the channel today. Let's talk about your situation. Where are you from um, and where are you looking to buy this house at? All right. So, uh, I'm in Indiana with it. Uh, and I am looking. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Can't see you, but I can hear you. I think I accidentally clicked out. Okay, so I live in Indiana. I originally wanted to move to the city of Chicago, but my lack of loan officer initially told me I would save more money if I were to stay in Indiana. So I've been looking at properties in Indiana. There's a lot of properties under a hundred grand that um may need a little bit of work, like handyman specials, you know, essentially. Um, but I found a lot, a lot of old people um, have paid off and they're just looking to sell for cash. Um, and so I was throughout the NACA program, you know, I, they don't have a minimum um, purchase amount. And so um, I was like, OK, maybe I can still use NACA to maybe get something really cheap under 100 grand. And it's like I thought I found something. Um, that they qualified me for and it was like I'm still not getting much responsiveness and it was just like I'm not sure what to do now because I've gone through the home buyers workshop I've gotten a qualification um, you know so not everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Capri approved you between sixty and $80,000. They approved, yeah, my pity was only four eighty-eight. Or 486 or whatever. Okay. And that was that was for like a no down payment option. Yeah, they're gonna cover down payment and closing costs, sir. Okay. So for sixty to eighty thousand, look, I think that is definitely so in this town, is that the average price for homes? Or like what's the average price for homes in this area? Oh no. The average price is like most definitely like I would say like livable habitable homes like there's a lot of rundown homes in Gary so like homes that people are actually living in purchasing are like still average like 150 to anywhere to 225 even like well above what I can afford okay now I think that's a key word that you said what you can afford right and and you want to stick to your guns of affordability, right? Because eligibility and affordability is two different things. So I'm happy that you are with that mindset first and foremost, right? Now, yes, sir. When you're looking at sixty to eighty thousand dollar homes versus an average home is going for one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand, right? Realtors 
and you said a comment, your deal's not going through because they're not making money. Well, yeah, this is how the game works, right? Most realtors, especially buyers agents, and this is no disrespect to no realtors. I'm just trying to just keep it real with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they, if it takes, and, and this is a saying that I say on my, my end too, what would I rather spend my time on? Somebody doing a loan for sixty to 80000 or someone doing a loan for six hundred to 800000 It's actually more work to get the smaller loan done than it is to get a bigger loan done, but I'll make 10 times more on a bigger loan than I would something under 100 k It's just where will you want to put your time and your resources at? So for the most, when people are working, especially on commission jobs, like we don't get paid an hourly or salary or anything like that. So, and if it takes months and time to get done, it's a little bit difficult when you say, hey, I put in all this work and I'm not getting the compensation that I feel like I deserve, right? Now, I agree. Is, I that agree. Right? is that right? Is that right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to play both sides of the fence. Yeah, right? So from the bias end of me being a professional in this industry who works on commission base, on one side of the fence, that's my Dr. Dre on one shoulder, right? But then... You know what I'm saying? Like that no, that's the that's that's the that's the slim shady on one shoulder, right? Like I'm trying to get mines too, right? But the Dr. Dre on the other shoulder is like, no, you need to help the people. Because you have a family, you're trying to get into home ownership, et cetera, et cetera. So let's help them no matter what the reward is gonna be at the end, because the more people you help, the more money you're gonna make. So it's a fine line that you have as a professional you have to kind of walk. But what I would say to someone like you who is looking, or anybody who's looking for any house for that matter, if a, a realtor is not calling you back, fire that realtor. You're doing yourself a favor. There's a reason why. Okay, so I, I don't need to work with that in-house agent. Then I can just go ahead and contact the listing agent and see if they can do some owner financing or something along those lines. Not owner financing because you're trying to get NACA and you're trying to do the NACA play, right? So you need to get NACA okay. financing. But what you can do is try to negotiate directly with that seller's on your own or the seller's agent and cut out the buyer's agent because if they're not giving you what you want, then you have to essentially act as your own agent. So with the tools and, and information that we have available and the technology that we have available today, you can sit here and look for your own home and find your own home online and look carefully at the listings to see, because like, for example, if you're looking at a Zillow, shout out to my partners at Zillow. Yeah, you can see, go down to the bottom and look at the listing agent, and, call them, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And call that person directly because they listed the home. They want to sell the home because they're working for the seller. So, and if you're going directly to them and you don't have an agent, that means they're making all the commission and they're not splitting it with another agent. So they're going to be more advantageous to work with you anyway. So if you're having a problem with this referred agent from NACA, no problem. Cool. Thank you for not wanting to make money with me. Whether it's 2000 1500 $2,500, it's still money. That's Thank fair. Thank you. I do have a quick question, MG. Talk to me. 
outside of working with the realtor and firing the realtor, have you ever seen where clients uh, maybe aren't working with the lender, like their loan officer as well? Like they, they aren't getting transparency from the loan officer. And I'm not saying that, you know, per se, I am experiencing that. However, uh, I will be a little bit more transparent. I work for a bank. And so um, I actually just got my loan originators license. And needless to say, like I work with VPs of lending. They have quoted me for more of a higher pity. But NACA, granted, they that's a completely different organization. I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. I'm just curious as to, you know, you see loan officers not being transparent with certain clients that maybe can't afford as much like me, someone that makes less than 60 grand. Well, so when you're comparing NACA to conventional lending, right? NACA is always going to be lower because the way they underwrite is different from a conventional lender like the bank you probably work for. So you're, right. you're going to get approved for higher or more money with conventional financing or FHA financing versus the NACA financing. But NACA is going to have something that those programs are not. They're going to be able to cover down payment and closing costs, and they're going to have a much lower interest rate in today's market. So that's why for anybody who's watching this, if you're looking to purchase a home and you're a first-time home buyer, yes, you might go through some stress with NACA for sure, 100%. And you might get less, but you might have to bite the bullet so that way it's affordable for you in today's market. So, yes. You will get approved for hire. Now, in terms of a lender or your loan officer not being responsive to you, that's another whole nother topic, right? If they're not being responsive to you, then you need to fire them. You need to, you need to go with an, a different lender. And look, I'm, I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of hiring your team, and this is why I speak about this all the time. We are in the real estate business. If you're purchasing real estate, you are in the real estate business. And you're the CEO of your family and your family's business. So you have to move accordingly, right? Dr. J, you have to move accordingly. So if you're working with a lender and they're not being responsive to you, then, hey, you might have to fire this person and hire someone else. Because I look at, look at a loan officer being like the CFO, CFO of your your real estate company. We are in charge to finding you money and getting a deal closed. So if they're not being responsive to you, then look, I need to maybe part ways with you because I need my business ran a certain way. And if you're not communicating with me the way I need to be communicated with, if you're not updating me the way I need to be updated, then I can't work with someone like that because the only thing you're going to do is frustrate the hell out of me and slow up my process of me getting to the closing table. So you that's what's happening right now. I've seen two houses in Gary that sold for 65 grand sold and they were on the market for 90 days. And I've been in contact with my loan officer and my realtor and they just weren't getting back to me because it's like they I, I've lost out on opportunities for sure. Like that, like you're saying, then if you've already lost out on deals because of your loan officer then that is not the CFO for your company. They're acting like a loan officer. They're not acting like a CFO for your real estate business. So you need to move accordingly and you need to get rid of them and find a new loan officer at the same bank. If you're happy with that bank, maybe talk to their manager and say, look, I'm not happy with this person. I want to stick with this bank. 
but I need a different loan officer, right? And if that doesn't work, then you might need to go find a new lender and new loan officer and make sure now when you're moving to the next lender, all the things that you don't like, you got to kind of like interview these next people before you choose to go give your paperwork and get pre-approved because you got to make sure if I'm going to move forward with you, things are going to go according to the, my way, right? And I have to understand that you're running the business and I'm not your only client. So there has to be some synergy there that we are all on the same page because I understand if I call, you might not pick up all the time, but you need to be transparent about, hey, I can't talk right now, but I can talk in an hour or two hours or whatever the case may be. Can, yeah. And, and, yeah. And it, are they available via text? So you, at least you can have a text communication. If you've got a quick question, they can answer it real quick, right? There has to be some sort of communication um, there for you to feel comfortable because this is a big transaction for you, right? And you want to make sure that you get to the closing table in a timely and efficient manner. But most importantly, you understand throughout the entire process of everything that's happening. I couldn't agree more, sir. Couldn't agree more. I'll most definitely reach out to the listing agent and uh, hopefully I'll have some better news for you for the next live chat. Um, and I'll be able to move forward. My lease is ending in now less than 30 days. So sounds like I'm going to potentially have to resign my lease for the interim, but we'll see what happens. Well, see if you can get a month to month lease, right? See if you can, if your goal just because your lease is expiring, don't commit to another six to 12 months or something like that. See if you can do it month to month, right? Maybe you have to pay a little bit extra to keep the month to month, but you keep that flexibility, right? If your goal is to buy, uh, get a deal closed, just continue to focus on getting that deal closed, but just reorganize your team and re-strategize your approach on how you're going to move forward, moving into your next 30 to 60 days, because it's very important that you act on this today. And I'm happy you, you, you were in the comments and I was able to see this and, and I'm happy that you came on this live. That's why I wanted to give you this quick consultation so that way we can have this dialogue because going through the comments back and forth is annoying, right? So I'd rather just have the conversation real quick. So that way we can really like work through this, right? I want you to be able to have the blueprint and be able to feel confident about this process because this is a big process. Whether it's 60,000, 80,000, 800,000, 8 million, it's all relative, right? It's a big purchase for you, and it shouldn't be taken lightly. Like you said, your family shouldn't suffer because of a dollar sign attached to something. It should be taken seriously, no matter how much you're looking to spend. So I want you to not get discouraged on this. I want you to continue to go out here and strive for your excellence and strive for greatness. We are proud of you. Keep going, black man. Go out here and buy this house. If your goal was to close this year, brother, go out here and close this house this year, bro. Don't let none of this shit stop you. When God give you lemons, make lemonade, bro. I salute you because I needed that motivation. Today was very hard. Most definitely staying motivated and not wanting to just throw the towel in um, on not only the home purchasing process, but even a relationship, you know. So I, I this is a very strong topic. I had to click on the link. And um, thank you for looking at my comment and telling me to come live because I've most definitely... Um, been been following your 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 movement for a while now and it's been keeping me motivated um seeing you online actually got me into finance really um so i thank wow. you for setting a good example for us as black men being in the financial space and uh you know hopefully we can collaborate we will collaborate in the near future um and and bringing more financial literacy to our communities 
man, thank you. I appreciate that. So let me ask you one last question. What's 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 yes, more sir. difficult? What's more difficult right now? Buying a house or dating? <laughs> oh man. Oh man. You know, honestly, right now it feels like purchasing a home. However, I will say that a relationship is it's not a transaction. It, it shouldn't be, right? Mm. You know, so it's like how can we we can't really compare the two however if we were to throw them in the same boat right now i'm going to say buying this house man buying a house in america is not easy it's easy to find a chick online off tinder or something i didn't do it but you easily can you know you can't just put three hundred dollars down and then go you know pay for a four hundred dollar mortgage payment it's unrealistic and so that's a part of the problem i feel is that we have to set realistic goals when it comes to the purchasing progress uh, process and we also have to set realistic goals for our relationships so that we don't get in sticky situations um, for a lot of people I can see why they would say relationship is harder uh, because maybe they don't know how to handle those emotions and whatnot but it, it, it's that that's a sticky situation for me it's the purchasing process right now um, I, I don't I, I don't see it dating being hard for me but for someone else I can understand um, you know. There you have it then. You know what I'm saying? Dr. J, I appreciate you coming on and just keep going, brother. And thank you for uh, tuning into the show. I appreciate you. Thank you, MG. You all take care and peace and blessings. Peace, my brother. Peace, my brother. Good good combo peace. with my guy, Dr. J, man. Shout out to Dr. J out there, out here winning. Throw some gins in the chat for Dr. J. Um, that was a good consultation. Um, you know what? I'm feeling good. What time is it? Okay, I got a couple more minutes. I think I want to get somebody else on live. That was a good consultation. Who else need a consultation right now? Let's go. Let's bring on a live call in. I'm going to put the link. I'm going to put the link. And that was a great answer to the question. Uh, is is dating the house? Uh, is dating? Is buying the house more? <laughs> what was the name of this shit again? Dating the house and, and, and what did I say? 59% of, well, let, let me see. Let me get to the title again. 59% of recent home buyers say purchasing the house is more stressful than dating. Okay. Dr. J had good answers for that question. No, this ain't no dating conversation. I ain't, I don't want to talk about no date. No, no, no. But whatever. Let's see. Let's see. Larry. Or can you hear me? Larry, Larry, Larry. How are you today, my brother? Hey, what up, MG? How are you? I'm alive and blessed. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Um, so, I just want to say I came in a little bit late. Uh, okay. Hold on, I'm trying to get my camera right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I came in a little bit late at like the 42nd mark, but uh, just the name of the title made me had to call in or something. Made me had to call in. Uh, I actually bought my first multifamily like two years ago. You know, I took Julian's, I'm one of Julian's students and took the multifamily course. And I definitely felt this way. Like, <laughs> it's kind of ironic. Like, I feel like I'm this, at this point in time, I made the most money in my life, but I've also had the most expenses in my life. And I definitely agree where it, it almost kind of feels it's like a, you get a different range of problems. Um, and I can go over some quick numbers with you. So, like, I bought it at like, the peak of the pandemic like two years ago. Uh, back when the interest rates were low, I'm at a 3.125. Uh, 
I have a duplex. Uh, yes, uh, my mortgage started at 14, what was that, it was like 1480 something. Um, but now with the property taxes and um, I added a little bit more insurance, it's like 1597. And um, I started, I started at 12 and then now we're at 1285. Okay, so you're almost living for free. Yeah, eventually we'll get to that point here in a few more years. Um, and I've had the same tenant for almost two years. They paid pretty much on time, sometimes a couple of days earlier. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And I, I see definitely some crazy articles and stories, like especially like cross country over the West. of so just like land uh, tenant um, is being a squatter and demands a hundred thousand dollars to move out, you know, stories like that, like something like that would in, something like that would instantly destroy me. Sorry. I can't keep the camera centered. I'm on my phone. You're good. Uh, but yeah, so I guess my question would be, you know, the new Fannie Mae stuff and came out and I use an FHA loan and put 3.5% down. And I guess my question would be, what would, what's the, what would be the best like move for me going forward? Because, you know, I'm just trying to basically keep accumulating uh, multifamily properties until I die. Um, so uh, right now uh, I bought it for 215. And uh, right now, Zillow, I know it's not a true appraisal. Um, Zillow is saying it, it's hovering between like 300 and 310. And when I had it appraised two years ago, um, I actually did step into some equity. And uh, I bought it for 215 and it appraised for 230. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of looking for some advice. So what, what would be the best steps going forward um, I'm looking probably to try to eventually take out a HELOC and, you know, do the bird strategy. Okay. So you have about a hundred K worth of equity in the property, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more depending on how much your balance is and what that actual appraisal will come in for. Uh, so yeah, I think a home equity line of credit could be a good option for you because your apartment, if you were to move out, you would get what twelve, thirteen hundred as well, right? Right. So the yeah, and simulating me not living here, yeah, it should yeah generate around almost twenty six hundred in rent, and then subtract the fifteen ninety seven. Um, yeah, and then I would have a little bit more, about around a thousand after paying the mortgage. After paying the mortgage, but then you gotta take into consideration what that HELOC payment would be as well. So let's just say you take right. like 50, 60,000, maybe your HELOC payment is another $500, right? So you're probably net, well, and you still got to calculate other expenses too. So you'll net a couple dollars. It wouldn't cash flow crazy for you, right? So you got to look at that analysis too, right? And really run your numbers to make sure what the cash flow, potential cash flow, or your pro forma is going to look like on your current property before you make this move. Then number two, you got to look at what does this new property look like? Are you are you going to move into this other duplex? If you are going to move into this other duplex, then it's possible if you qualify to use now the new guidelines that conventional came out with to qualify for it. Now, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of stuff that I haven't mentioned as far as using rental income to qualify 
And on my masterclass on November 1st and 2nd, I'm going to kind of go into deep dive of using conventional rental income to qualify you because it's not like FHA where you can use it automatically and get 75% of the rental income to qualify. So it's a whole calculation of formulas. But I'll digress from that into that class. But I say all this to say, you got to really look at what now that cash flow is going to look like on this new property as well. If you were to move into there, is it going to kind of break even a little bit like kind of where you are? And does it make does it make financial sense? And does and what's the motivation behind it? Because now when you're going from a duplex to a duplex, underwriters going to want to know what's your motivation for moving. Now, if you're moving into a smaller apartment in a new house and a, a worse neighborhood, underwriter might question that. Are you really trying to move out of this current duplex into that too? So there's a bunch of different factors when it comes into really doing this house hacking stuff and doing it the right mm -hmm. way that we have to really take account for. But ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, if the moon, star, and suns align and it works out, then yeah, taking a HELOC, using that to go and purchase the next house and moving into it to get that 5% down payment would be ideal. Okay, so you recommend that if my next property I occupy moving to it in order to execute the any deal? Oh, the only way you're going to get that 5% if, is if it's going to be a prim primary residence, number one. Mm -hmm. number two, the primary residence occupancy guidelines are you have to live in there for at least 12 months. And number three, most, right. important, and number three, most importantly, you have to qualify, right? Your debt to income ratios have to line up. Now, mind you, you've had this house for two years. You've been filing taxes, showing that rental income, right? Yes. Yeah, Julian told me how to do all that in the program. Yeah, exactly. So, but nine times out of ten, whoever's doing your taxes is probably writing off a lot of that income too. So now, from an underwriting standpoint, we have to look at and see if you taking any losses, and and what does that look like too. So it's not as simple as you know people think. Like, hey, if I got this multifamily now, I can easy house hack. It's not that simple. Because if you now, if you deduct it. <laughs> If you're deducting a lot on your taxes, because when you own multifamily, and this is why I like multifamily real estate, is because you, IRS looks at that as now a business because you get to file a Schedule E. And on your Schedule E, you get to write off more than a single family home. See, a single family home, especially with those um, standard deductions, in most cases, if you own a single family home, your standard deduction will probably be more than what the allowable mortgage interest or your property taxes that you can deduct, right? So in most cases of people who own just a single family, you're not deducting as much as you do when you own a multifamily home. So we have to look at, and this is why I keep telling everybody, even I told uh, Dr. J is on the last call is hiring your loan officers the most important thing because they have to have a CFO mindset. You're running a real estate business. You're looking to move and shake and get other multifamilies. So just hiring any regular degular loan officer just because they work for a bank and they really don't truly understand how to move and shake and underwrite a file properly can really do you a tremendous disservice. So if you are going to run this play, so to speak, I hate to use the word play for this, but if you are going to try to purchase a new home and and go into this next duplex, then you need to you need to have a mortgage plan in place. You need everybody needs to do a financial plan every year, right? You need to right. you need to estate plan every year. The same way you're doing these type of financial planning and the estate planning, 
You need the mortgage plan as well. And that's why hiring the right loan officer on your team, and, and if they're acting as a CFO, you'll be able to put a mortgage plan in place so that way you'll be able to continue to scale your business appropriately. So again, folks, let's not just go to the bank and say, I'm going to go with this person because I bank at this bank. No, you need to make sure that this person understands what your ultimate real estate goals are and they understand how to analyze tax returns, how to analyze self-employment income, et cetera, et cetera. So that way you know exactly how to plan appropriately. So when you out here trying to purchase that next property, you don't go out here and get your, your hopes up high for no reason. Right. Okay. Yeah, I understand. And so like the biggest concern to make sure that if, if I do take out this HELOC to make sure that there's enough cash flow to pay for it back and um, to make sure I'm not underwater on the cash flow part. <clears throat> Correct. Okay. Because you don't want to, look, you want to, when, when something becomes an investment, right? And let's, and I want to say this too. You see how we just broke down the numbers real quick. You'll get $2,600, but minus your, your mm -hmm. mortgage, you got now, you know, $1,000 left. But now when you incorporate the HELOC payment, but then you got to save for reserves, you got to save for CapEx expenses. You know, there's a whole slew of things that you need to, even if you right. want to have a property manager, that's another 10% that you got to save for a property manager. So ultimately at the end of the day, the duplex that you in might just make no money. It might just break even. But now, is that a good investment? No. It's shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, one tenant don't pay, you're screwed now. So, when we, when we, when you make money in real estate when we buy, not when we sell. And when you're looking to pull off your house hack, hackonomics and do all these good things, you have to make sure you're buying it right and you're analyzing the property right from the first, from buying it. Because when you're trying mm -hmm. to, especially if you're doing the house hacking strategy with the owner occupancy, you have to make sure when you exit out of there, there's enough meat on the bones for you to cash flow. Because the name of the game is cash flow. It doesn't make sense mm -hmm. just to have a, a, a property that's not cash flowing. Why do you have it then? It defeats the purpose. It's, okay. holding, it's holding down, it's holding you back, in all honesty. So when you look, and that's why I said in the beginning of our conversation, you have to really analyze the numbers to see if it makes sense to even do this. It might just make sense to say, you know what, I'm going to take out a HELOC and let me go buy a true investment property because I can make more cash flow from that. And even if I pay a little bit more on my side to rent, I live here. So even if the market rent is $1,500. Sorry, one quick question. Would I have to go conventional if I did it that way? To where do you yes. say like an investment property? Yes. Okay, you can you either go conventional or you can put it in your LLC name. Oh, okay, I do have an LLC as well, but I do a lot of things. Uh, but okay, yeah. So it's all about just knowing the numbers. I say all this to say, <laughs> you gotta know the numbers. You gotta know how to really analyze real estate investments. You have to really know how to analyze funding opportunities for real estate investments. And then from there, you can make a wise, educated decision on what route you should go. And hiring the right, the right loan officer to confirm what you know is golden. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, and I agree. And then 
one thing you said about the repairs and the capex and the vacancies, yes, those are very important. I feel like a lot of people overlook those things because now that I'm in here and I've been doing it for two years, like, uh, and my property is somewhat older. Um, I, I live here in Atlanta and um, like on the south side of the city near the airport. And uh, my property was built in 19, so like right after, right at the end of World War II. And so it is somewhat older. So like the repairs definitely come in and it's almost something every two or three months. And so like if I didn't, it cash flows and it beats the 1% rule. And uh, so, um, but if it didn't, I can definitely see the scenario of all that money coming out of my check is being underwater just because I can't keep up with the repairs and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that is extremely important. It's very important. It's the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? And anything. Yeah, like right now, my tenant needs a new oven. <laughs> you got to pay. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to come out of my pocket. It's, it's no way around it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no way around it. And it's very important. I'm glad you brought that up. And, and thank you for your transparency because people need to hear this. They need to hear, it's not all, what, what, like, yo, when you're looking at reels and stuff like that, it's 20, 30 seconds, right? People talk about, oh, da, 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 real quick, you get hyped, like, oh, shit, I can do this. This is fun. This is great. I can make money. No, when you actually, the owner now, you're responsible for somebody else's life in their shelter. You have to take care of things. Don't be froze. No, can, did you hear what I say? Yeah, you're going in and out right now. You're going in and out right now. Yeah, so I'm going to let you go, Larry. Thank you for coming on, man. Your, your service started going in and out, Larry. But thank you for coming on the show. Um, your service was going in and out. But like I was saying, you're the owner. You're responsible for it, y'all. So you have to make sure that if you buy it, you can afford to pay for it because shit breaks all the time. That's all I'm trying to say to you. Okay, and sometimes it's not as simple as just raising high top house. So you need to raise the rents. That's all. It's not sometimes as simple as just raising the rents. You raise the rents and the people can't play. Pay. Now you, you got to go through what? Court, evictions. It's more expensive. So it's not, you know, it's not really that simple sometimes. Okay. Okay, drop some gems in the comments for uh, our special guest today. We had my guy, Dr. J on, and we had Larry from Atlanta who came on the show today. Drop some gems in the comments. I love when folks come on the show and, and you know, share their stories. They're being transparent. Um, so drop some gems in the comments for these folks because it's not easy coming on YouTube live and just talking in front of, you know, a couple hundred people and is sharing your life. So I, I don't take that for granted. So thank you very much. And again, I'm gonna put the link for the Mortgage Academy. Again, there's a lot when it comes to real estate. You need to learn the right way to do it. There's only so much you can learn from YouTube videos, reels and TikToks and stuff like that. Um, my Mortgage Academy is $99 one-time membership fee. So join today, this $99 $99 membership fee will not be around past this quarter. Okay, so do not wait. Do not hesitate. Do not think this January 1st, this will be around. 
hell, this might disappear right after Christmas and it's going to be upwards of $500 plus to join. Okay. So join today, take advantage, get access to all my previous webinars and get access to all the new classes and master classes that are coming up in group calls in the Academy. We have a master class coming up on November 1st and November 2nd sponsored by ABP. That's going to be an amazing class. I highly encourage real estate professionals to join as well. Loan officers, realtors, you definitely want to be a part of this master class. Um, so more details to come out on that by Monday. Um, I'm going to start promoting that. So I would love for you guys to be a part of the Academy. Um, yes. Um, that was Larry who was just speaking. Oh, we lost connection. Atlanta's Black Wall Street. That was you, Larry. So shout out to you for joining the show. But yeah, join the Mortgage Academy today by going to mgmortgageacademy.com or click the link that's in the description on the live chat of this video. One-time membership fee, y'all. One-time membership fee. So we've been on this for now an hour and 11 minutes. One uh, eleven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Right? Throw some fire in the chat if you learned something for today's episode. Uh, shout out to Parker. Uh, Parker said he just joined. Whoever just joined the academy, screenshot it, put it in your stories, tag me, MG the Mortgage Guy, to it. Looking forward to meeting you guys in the academy. Uh, we got a group call that's going to happen next week. We got classes coming up. Um, it's a lot, a lot of fun educational stuff that's happening, and you get access to all the replays if you can't make the live class. Realtors, we are gonna. Ha I'm gonna have lunch and learns during the afternoon, starting in November for you guys. Uh, market updates that will be exclusively um, put in the Mortgage Academy. Um, so it's a lot that's happening. So you guys need to join, 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 join today. Okay, and it's only ninety nine dollars one time membership fee. You never have to pay another penny again. What's better than that? Just trying to keep it real with you. All right. So link is in the description. Throw some fires in the chat. Uh, download Ranting Gems on all audio outlets. Leave a five-star review. Share it with 10 people. Go to mgbookstore.com. Pick up your book bundles, House Hackonomics, and the Real Estate Investors Manifesto. Pick up these books. These are great reads. Uh, less than 100 pages. Uh, we got 25 ebooks that's releasing on Black Friday, so stay tuned for that. Shout out to Prudent Mom. It's okay. You're late to class, but it's okay. You can just rewind this <laughs> and watch it again. All right? We got credit classes in the Academy coming as well. It's Kizzy. So that's all I got for you guys today. Again, follow me on Instagram, MG the Mortgage Guy. Follow me on TikTok, MG the Mortgage Guy. Make sure you hit the bell for notifications here on YouTube. A lot more content coming out to you. And if you want to catch up on any of my lives, just go to the live tab here on YouTube to replay any of the past lives. Okay? That's all I got for you guys. Again, mgmortgageacademy.com. Oh, and if you're ready to get pre-approved, refinance, you're ready to buy real estate, again, I am a mortgage originator, run a mortgage team, go to... Uh, apply with mg.com if you're ready to take the next step forward. All right. Thank you guys for showing up today. I appreciate y'all. Always appreciate the love. Drop some gems in the chat. And if you're a real estate agent, remember, comment your info with city, state, market you're covering. If you want to put your phone number there, maybe people will reach out to you. 
because you're in a certain area. But if you're a licensed realtor, you tapped in with me, comment your information in the comments, please. You never know who's watching this and they might need your services. So don't be shy. Okay. All right. That's all I got for you guys. Matt Garland here. NMLS number, wait a minute, let me put the thing up. <laughs> there we go. NMLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Peace. See y'all probably tomorrow. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.